Hey everyone, it me, and I'm back with this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. Joined, just her. Just her. Joined by my co-host, my fabulous co-host, Art Bazarkanian, president and CEO of Baz Brothers Unlimited. Otherwise known as Lutz von Stickel. <laughs> a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California. How are you, Art? I am peachy today. <laughs> He's not a good mood. <laughs> About an hour ago, he told me he needed to be left alone. I thought, well, this should be an interesting podcast. Um, we're, 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 we apologize for missing two weeks ago, but we're going to make it up for you today. Hey, some podcasts actually take like summer breaks. I can't imagine doing that. I feel like I haven't done this in like three months, just missing one. Isn't it weird? No. Isn't it weird? That's a, an old Hanson song. Uh, I was going to say Hansel singing. and Gretel. No, Hansen, the Mbop band, boy band. All uh, right. Our little notes here. I saw one of them at the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which one? You'll have to show same. me later. Um, oh, hang on. Let me put my dude. They note. all look alike. I mean, not really. No. 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 I'll tell you which one was my favorite later. Um <clears throat> Email us at admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Questions, comments, and concerns. If you can't find it or can't type it out, you can always go to our link in bio on social media and click to email us. You can follow us on social media at TikTok and Instagram at mybestvintagelifepodcast. I created a new Instagram for the first time in forever uh, for my new cabin that I purchased. Well, it's an old cabin, new purchase. And uh, the Instagram for that is at Meadow Meander Cabin. Follow along if and only if you like old house stuff and renovation tips. I figured this is the third time I've done renovations to a home. It's time to document it and help some people. Well, everybody so, always asks you, but this is a nice way of doing it chronologically where they yeah. can see the before and after. I kind of like that. The one thing I do love about Instagram, the many things I hate, but I do love Instagram memory. So a year from now, we'll be able to look back and see how the house has come along. Yeah, the progress, mm -hmm. the evolution. I did of the it. same thing with, with the last house that I bought. So at Meadow Meander Cabin, and you can always follow my personal at basic.bougie.bridget. And there's links to all of them in the bios. Man, I haven't heard basic bougie in so long. Yeah, I know. That I was, was the original. To it. That's the original. Well, it was originally, I was actually Fraser Crane on the radio. It was my original. <laughs> and then before that, I don't remember. Uh, Website, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can sign up for our newsletter for vintage resellers, which I haven't done yet this month. Slacking on that. It's been a long month already. It's your birthday month, man. Yeah, maybe I'll Give yourself some Maybe, Maybe slack. I won't do a, a newsletter this month. Be no, my... I want you to. I love oh. reading those things. <laughs> See, you just put the pressure on. There's no pressure. It should be fun. It should be like, should you spoil yourself for birthday month <laughs> you can purchase mentor sessions there one session three session or six session package you can do some shopping and you can also uh, read our wholesale shopping faqs right now we're running a lot of specials for vintage wholesale buyers our hot special is 199 25 pairs of denim shorts shipped in the continental usa vintage denim vintage shorts. yes also available in canada we have some black shorts we have an overdyed law we have some jewel tones. 70s blank t-shirts there's a lot of a lot of good stuff going on yeah, it's with the success popular. of this and the popularity of it, I keep brainstorming, thinking what other fun. Oh, I know it's killing me. Yeah, I just keep, I'm walking around I'm the warehouse aimlessly. I know I'm gonna do caps. 
Yeah, that know, was a popular blank. request. We, we did a little uh, poll on social media and a lot of uh, people reached out about hats and uh, we're going to do, we're going to do the denim version of the shorts. Oh yeah. That'll so, be nice. Yeah. Um, and if you can, if you want to show us some love and, and you don't have the monetary resources to become a patron, you can do something completely free, and that's giving us a rate or rating or a review. Oh, I thought you were going to have them send you pictures or something. No. <laughs> no. Show us some love. No. <laughs> Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. <laughs> God, it's so inappropriate. Um, okay. Show the love. I don't, I don't, did someone just cough? No, that was me. Oh. Saying show the love. Our obsession at the moment. Do you have one? I do. Okay. Cali Squeeze uh, Blood Orange Beer. The I'm half addicted. Hefeweizen? Yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah. It's so yummy. And it's so, I think it's because it's so unseasonably and very rare in Fresno to have humidity. And it's been humid. Yeah. It's you know, been, it's I know it's nothing compared to and windy. our friends in the South no, or back East. No, 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 no. But yeah, for Fresno, it's a little different. I was just talking to my friend in North Carolina. Uh, and she, she's about two hours from Charlotte and she was saying how, you know, it's like, it's 88 and humid. They say storms are coming. They never come. It's just bad. It's oppressive. Yeah. Like I just, I was talking to somebody at the Lee corporation and he's taking his family straight to the beach because he says just Charlotte's too just too much. Yeah. You know, I thought they're in Winston-Salem. No, that's just where one of their oh, employees works. My at. bad. I'm not trying to give anyone's address away. Man. Um, I, I don't. Oh, did we talk about ceviche? I mean, we've talked ceviche, about ceviche. Oh yeah, we talked about ceviche on Instagram. Now, last week, we got three pounds of ceviche. Art, I know. Has, I, I went nuts. Art has this really bad habit. We get into arguments where it's just a little excessive. He's like Marie Antoinette, like let them eat cake, but like let them eat ceviche. And I'm like, we don't need three pounds. Even Listen, if that would have been enough for like it. ten people. What ten people? If we, we had like hypothetically, half of it, we ate half of it. Yeah, and then I we paid end. for it the next day. Well, that's your <laughs> problem. I, I enjoyed it. Spicy ass ceviche. <laughs> that was good. Things were not good the next morning. <laughs> so today, um, we're talking about. So, one of our listeners at Lady Hog Vintage um, reached out asking if we could do a topic on sexism in the vintage world, and um, that's not to say we're not going to talk about that in this episode. However. As we got to talking, it was like, wow, this is just like a lot of shitty people in general. So we're calling this the not so nice side of vintage. So we're just going to talk about some some shit situations we've been in um, personally. And uh, we'll try to end it on a positive. But I think the, the one of the main reasons to do this is for you to know, you know, you're not alone out there. If these things are have happened to you or do happen to you eventually, um, you know, there's always bad people out there. It's hard to admit, but that's that. There's always some lemons, you know. Got to make lemonade with their rotten exterior and interior. Nope. Just don't get poisoned. Exactly. <laughs> don't let it consume you. Yes. So, um, do you want to start? No. Go ahead. You had. I mean. Well, I wanted to talk. Um, my topics are kind of centering a lot around some bad things that have happened with me with men in the industry um one of them being someone that I used to work with at my old job and um I actually art is involved with this story back when art was my supplier uh he I don't know if he texted me or called me one day this is when I'm still living in Pennsylvania and he said you know um he art 
picked someone up in L.A. who was on a buying trip and drove them up to Fresno. And if you've done that trip or you have any idea of what, you know, travel time is in California, that's about a three and a half hour drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She flew in from England. Yes. Yep. And um, so I thought the least I could do is go pick her up. And Right. Because yeah. you had to go down there anyway. Not really. No, you I just did that to be yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, that was nice of you. So she went to another one of my suppliers and he talked a lot of shit on me. Yeah. So bad to the point where I put a meeting on my supervisor's calendar and told her about it in tears. Um, and she was pretty pissed about it too. And she and I did not get along very well, but she did not like that because, um, the person was my counterpart in Europe and it was, so that kind of makes it in the family. In the family. And yeah. it's, and it's, uh, and it makes the team look bad mm -hmm. when it was all false. Right. And you know, the reason this person, this man had such beef with me was because, I put him in his place and I kept him in check and he didn't like that. I called uh, out his bullshit. Yes, but this person had been working with your company, prior company, for about 10 to 15 years and he got away with selling them junk, lying, giving them trash, getting paid. And you saw that he was cheating the company Instead of just like I mean, I had turning, physical proof. Exactly. Instead we're, of just you know, turning the other things, we're not screw selling it. like I don't know something invisible or right. something. It's a tangible item, right. and I and he resented the it. fact that you called him out on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but it was you. Not so much put him in his but place, let me, but you but called let me, him out. Let yeah, me say ahead. something. I I called you out on stuff. Oh yeah, but and I, you I, took I, it and made it positive and made your business better 100 percent. that's why you're here i yeah. said i like being challenged i like being pushed to get better i don't take anything in this business personal except you come at me personal if you tell me hey you need to improve your qa methods you need to do a better job with making sure when you guys are cutting shorts the inseams are even thank you so much i mean what matters to me and still does is quality and sell through I, I feel proud when I know something sells out because yeah. I know. I Why gave are we you getting shit. so many repeat orders on this denim short special? Because you're picky as, you know, F.A., whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding, my friend. Proof is in the pudding. Um, okay, I'll do another story. So, but this person is <laughs> oh. huge in the vintage business. Let's, just, and, let's not say too much. Right. And legally. The, <laughs> well, it's true. And the fact and some that some people know who I'm talking about and already, the, and the fact that they were threatened by you is a compliment. Oh yeah, I was you like, know, that's why I was trying to say to you. It's made just me like feel good. You've ruffled feathers, and that sometimes After it's a good fact. thing. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was upset because it's just like I was already very stressed at work, and it was just yeah. another, you know, the straw. Right. Um. But I had your back. I yeah. made her. I t I told her what's up. Yeah. I'm going to delete that. I'm kind of just because our list is so long. Um, the next the next thing, I don't want to say too much. This is a, a client's husband who is not in the United States. Um, this is outside of the United States. And um, another person I called out on some stuff. Right. Was not aware that the husband was involved in the business at that time. I'm aware of that now. I'm shocked with him being involved that he was allowing what had happened to happen. 
and I won't say much more than that. And I called her out on it. In retrospect, I could have been a little less harsh. Yes. And yeah, I know. You said that, and one other person I told about it was like, Bridget. However, what he did was pretty awful. So he got on a new email. He was sending me multiple emails with like one or two sentences in them about like me personally attacking me. And I don't even want to really go into it, but like he was making fun of my Instagram, like my personal Instagram, like the way I pose in pictures. And then he got like a little pervy. And I was just like, okay. You know, one of the, I, I was so the mad. things I learned a long time ago. I'm like, is, I can't believe you're married to this scum bucket. You know what? Good for you. You guys deserve each other. One thing that uh, I learned a long time ago is if you keep your arguments to the point that you're arguing and don't go personal, don't go anything, you're going to resolve the situation a hundred times. So instead of saying, no, 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 your and grandpa, I, you. you had a wooden leg or any of that no, no, nonsense. No. I, I was looking at it from a, I think my perspective was a lot less harsh than his. I was like, I look at things logically. This person isn't doing this, but they're doing that. Well, like why? So why? I don't think that was any of your business personally. I, no, but I'm telling you my logic. Um, he's telling you his logic. You I wasn't looking him. at her like a, she's a bad person, but like wh why? She owed us a lot of money. And I was trying to figure out, I'm looking at like their social media because Art brought it up to me and I'm looking at their feed and I'm like, well, they look like they're doing a-okay. So how are they not paying off this debt? And it was very, it was a lot of money. I was looking at it from a logic, like, that's how I am. And everyone's like that. I know so many people that are like, how does that person afford to do that? Because they don't care. Right. Not everybody has the same level of integrity. I know. And that's what you have to learn. But him, for him to like go Attack on my, my social media and like more or less call me ugly and stupid is just like, right. you I went, didn't do that you went to her. To, you went, oh, uh, you could, but you I didn't. could have. Oh, I mean, exactly. I wouldn't call her ugly, but right. you know, I mean, she's yeah. a little cuckoo. <laughs> we know this. Yeah. To each his own. I just think, you know, he was wrong in attacking you personally. He should have said maybe like, I, uh, I would have said, well, how do you know this information? Are you creeping? You know, hey, make you. I would have. Don't put the it out there then. Exactly. Make your. You know, like that's if what you're I always tell play people. The, like, if you're gonna play the poor, poor guy, poor me, don't show up here with a fucking Escalade, and you know, with a brand new phone and all this, and you can't pay me what you owe me. But but that's well, that's something we wanted to get and into that's later. Why I repost but we, shit. we have we have people like that who are like, oh, can I get a discount? Can I get this for free? And then they show up in like some big fancy ass car or X Y and Z thing, and you're like, what the f like what the fuck like what am I? That's and see that's how I I am such you know I'm like a I'm, puzzle piece, and puzzle, I'm like, yeah. what piece of the puzzle was I missing with this client? I'm like, okay, she's at a lake house, she has like five motorcycles, you know, I'm like putting all these pieces together i'm like i'm not seeing a post where she's crying that you know someone died or a house burned down or they had an emergency it's it all looks like a very happy very prosperous life so why what is going on what is the missing link more or less so yeah but that guy attacked me pretty good um yep. ne the next one was a sales how about, how about behavior here at the warehouse like, well, you know, there's been so many instances where, like, people have mistaken you for different things. It always cracks me up. Well, yeah, and I talked about that on Instagram one day. Um, 
we recently had a sales rep here. And I, I don't like this guy. I don't think Art likes him very much either. No. Excuse me. And um, this guy sees me looking at a rack. I'm rearranging things. I'm taking a step back, which is what I do. I do that in my house. I want to take a step back, take in the big picture. How does it look? So obviously I am doing something meaningful, something creative. And The best part, his supervisor was here with him. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, you go ahead, because I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah. I went downstairs. Yeah. And he's like, oh, go ahead. No, I forgot. It was the, he called you assistant, didn't he? Something. He called, yeah. oh, yeah, your assistant. I said, excuse me? I said, that's not my assistant. I said, that's our creative director. And his boss looked at him and was like, like, you dipshit. I said, yeah, she's not an assistant. And there's nothing wrong with being an assistant. I was an assistant to many people for a long time, but... To, just saying, you should not assume just because no. uh, someone's younger or a female and you're the male that that's your assistant. Yeah. I mean, what if I said, no, actually, she owns the place and I work for her. I, I just manage you the know, place. You know, I, I tell people you that know? sometimes when you're not here Good. and they're pissing me off. I'm like, well, this is my this like, is my facility. Why, why can't it be that way? <laughs> why do you have to assume? Right. It you know shouldn't I mean? It shouldn't be a stretch. Now, now, the ones that I really like is when they say, hey, uh, your daughter really works hard. <laughs> I'm like, you mother of a goat. I came out here once with um, one of my... Uh, oh, my, it's happened way more than that. No, well, we were in a record store in Fresno, and it was my old assistant and myself. And both blondes. Both, both blonde. Eastern European descent. Yeah, look nothing. I'm just like not trying, no offense, but we look nothing like you. Oh, that's not a slack on me. It's a slack on you guys. I could maybe see like... <laughs> if, <laughs> but he thought he was a record store owner here in Fresno. And I mean, I honestly think he was like a little off. Like he He's was high. He was high He's as fuck. High. They all are. So, okay. He, maybe his eyes are a little glazed. Yeah, but man. he was like, what did he say? Something about your daughters? Oh. Oh, your your daughters are here to visit you. Do they like albums too? <laughs> I'm like, and I, I've literally bought like maybe close to six or seven thousand albums from this guy uh, when I was doing that urban project, and I was like, and I never bought one after that yeah. <laughs> because I was like, and then, you know what really pissed me off the last time we went down to L.A. and you told me it after the fact was that well, first off, you know, you walk into the warehouse and there's all these people just walking around like aloof and you know there was a guy that one of you introduced me to and after the fact you told me what did he say i don't know you've which tell me which one here <laughs> i'll write it down because i don't want to i can't say it out loud but i'm supposed to say it out loud tight brown pants oh uh. yeah what did he say I don't remember. Oh, about you being my wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't he say your wife is really hot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's not. And that's Bridget. <laughs> that's our creative director, buddy. Yeah. Uh, wife. Um, we had, we've had guys come up from L.A. to do picking, and they were like, uh, is, is your husband here? I'm like, <laughs> that's big daddy. Oh, <laughs> big old daddy. Big old daddy. That's for our Japanese friends. No, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. Some of the shit I've heard. Nothing shocks me anymore. No one ever says your 
whatever, your business partner, your this, your that. It's never the the lofty things. It's always like <laughs> fucking. Yeah. You're hired a gun. <laughs> that's what you are. The hired gun. That's right. Someone has to be the muscle here. Yeah, that's it. All right, I'm gonna the, go. You're the weed eater. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go into our ads. Just give me one second here. We have a new ad. Mm. A new ad. All right. Patience while I read the new ad. <laughs> Oak City Vintage is a community curated vintage shop in Oklahoma City, showcasing the best local vintage sellers and makers in apparel, accessories, and home decor. Our goal is to create a joyful and easy shopping experience for our customers. We carry a variety of styles from dresses, blouses, to tees and denim, all ranging from the 40s through the 90s. The shop strives to bring a one-of-a-kind shopping experience so you can feel good and look good while supporting local businesses and keeping beautiful beautiful goods out of the landfill. Sorry, it's my first time reading it. New arrivals are added to the floor and weekly and website weekly, so there's always a chance to find your next treasure. The website is oakcityvintageokc.com. So there's an OKC after Oak City Vintage. And if you're in Oklahoma or uh, somewhere in the, the Midwest um, that you can easily go to Oklahoma City, check it out. Sounds like a cool place. Yes, it does. I've checked it out. Very cool. And thank you for your support and your patronage. Much appreciated. Okay. So back to our stories. You want to talk about t-shirt guys? <laughs> well, you know what I've noticed? Bruh. Bruh. Bruh, man. See, before it used Homie. to be, we used to deal with, when I used to thrift five to six days a week, whether you want to call flea markets, thrifting, um, thrift stores, is you deal with the regular people who would buy clothes to resell. And... It was, and you would see each other, and I, I kid you not, it was like two people in the old Western days seeing each other on the one end of town. You'd lock <laughs> eyes. You got your hand down ready to draw to yeah. see, and it's like, who is going? And like the first thing I would, back in the day, the first section you would always hit, yeah, leather jackets. Oh, my God. Right? That was like, because that's when there was like some big oh, money how, leather jackets. How things have changed. Right. And then it was denim, and you'd slowly walk sideways to get to that row. I never and had to, this issue. I'm, ah, I must man. have been shopping so now, in the right place. <laughs> yeah, so now it's changed to where I'm hearing, like, some of the r- really rude, 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 rude stuff. And this is coming a lot from, from women. And, yeah, and even no, uh, guys, just, yeah, even no, our, my friend Albert, yeah, who no, still have, thrifts. A lot of the guys that are listening to this podcast are amazing, and they're not like that. And I don't no. want them to feel like I'm being down on them, and I do appreciate No, but you know what? You at know, the same time, it's a, it's, a, it's a time to teach proper decorum and how to behave. I'm not saying, hey, you find a shirt and the girl's looking at it, hand the shirt over. No, first come, first serve. But at the same time, don't push. Yeah, don't, don't rip it out of their hand. Cut. If, if, I mean, if someone's working a rack, don't cut in front of them and take the next 10. Thanks. Just wait your turn because everybody's taste is different. I'm like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. I, you go. Thank God yeah. I'm not out there. So, <laughs> so he's telling me he, when he goes to thrifts, he's seeing people literally go to a section, bear hug like 40 to 50 jeans or T-shirts, throw them on their cart. 
And while it's on their cart, they're putting them back on the rack as they check them. As opposed to in the old days where you just flip through. It's and so then, sick. It's sick. Oh, it's, it's, it's sick. It's rude. It's just. And then, and then we've heard of people at the bins, like literally pushing each other and then like pushing moms and. Oh, no, and no, 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 no daughters out of the way just so they can grab something it's just like come on especially when other people have something you don't need it well i was explaining to heart that prior to all this you know that happened a lot especially with women uh at sample sales like in new york city for high-end brands you know people would be ripping hair kicking each other it's not to say that you know that hasn't happened with with women in the past but i just these t-shirt guys really get to me and i mean tiktok (sighs) is the absolute worst you know it's the lingo it's, it's the lingo. It, it's, it's the like, lingo bugs me like to no end. It's like its own lazy language. Yeah. And it's lazy. I told someone, I said, I I identify as a woman. Please don't call me bruh. And they kept writing like on the comment, bruh, bruh, bruh. Oh, they know bruh. they, they pushed imme- the button. I, yeah, I immediately blocked them. But you know what? I, these guys, I've probably, if I could pick one cohort of people I've blocked the most of on TikTok, and I hardly ever block anybody on Instagram because that's more of like a familial Community. Community. Whereas TikTok, it's a lot of people that find us on TikTok, they'll come over to Instagram. TikTok for me is more just like getting our name out there, getting the podcast out there and and the business out there. And um, I can't, I I have blocked more t-shirt guys than any other group of people. I mean, they are. You know why? And they're getting desperate because it's. The oh, it's t- not the same. The ship ship is sinking. Oh, of course. And you know what? Like I've. Some of them, it's just the, the lack of manners. And I'm not saying you need to be fucking Emily Post here. but They don't, they don't know who that is. A lot of people listening do. T-shirt guy doesn't know. Emily I know. Post. I'm just, I'm using that as an example. Oh, gotcha. You don't need to read Emily Post's book on etiquette. But, you know, when you're telling somebody. If you're, Maybe you should say Barney. Barney. Yeah. yeah. Please Barney says you. be polite. Yeah. I mean. I just, it's just shocking. Like I've said, one kid called me a boomer because I said, hey, please would be nice. Like he was literally just typing random shit, like talk about this, do this, do that. And I'm like, hey dude, I'm not a fucking animal. I'm a human being, you know? And I'm not a boomer because I asked you to be polite. Like, let's not go there. I mean, I just, uh, I, I'm, oh, I'm- Oh, that would been so fun to see this <laughs> no. person live and you punch him with your angry, <laughs> Pennsylvania hockey ass. <laughs> oh. Now I rip apart with words. I've gotten some people good to the point where they just they don't even know what to say. Um, the pen I, is you know my like, It really throws me off. Is it's like always these like skinny, almost always these like skinny little white guys, and they're like talking like they're black, and I'm like, I thought we're not supposed to be doing that anymore. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, don't call me homie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> It reminds me of like the kids when I was in like fifth grade that thought they were Tupac. And it's like, what are you doing? It's just such a weird, we live in such it's, a it's weird a, it's world. It's subculture is what it, it is. is. It is. You know, because I, for the most part, most of them are harmless. You know, it's kind of like the co- comic book guy, but it's t-shirt guy. Well, should we segue into denim guys? Because that's also on my list. Uh, denim. You know more about the denim the, the denim dicks. Yeah. Those, they're very, I mean, they're probably the most sexist of all of them. Because they, they can't, it doesn't sink in. Between them and the military guy, th- every guy who's in denim thinks they are the expert on denim. They think they they pay the most and they know the most. 
and they have the most inflated egos by far. I mean, t-shirt guy is just, he's harmless. He's annoying. But these guys are pure, conceited dicks. They cannot wrap their head around a fact a woman is in the vintage business. And they still can't. You know? I mean, I mean, how I many women, how many I, I women really are I haven't dealt with too many of them, you know, right. just because when I, my old job, I wasn't buying like super special denim here. I've gotten to know about it through you and you're obviously not one of these people. Um, oh, I but just, I see it like I see it on like social media. I think it's pure insecurity. And uh, what's that other word? Uh, I know you were. You're just so full of yourself. Vain. Mm, arrogance. Vanity. Yeah. Vanity. Yeah. yeah. It's just. To me, I don't deal with them. I just laugh. Yeah. Most people that really don't get under my skin until the, unless they attack somebody I care about. Well, and um, let me. Because me, you can't do nothing. Me, I'm Superman. Because I, I liked what. Hang I on, deflect. One, one second. Um. Oh man, I forgot to tell you. Hmm. Do you remember our uh, Gilroy adventure? Yeah. That guy texted me this no, morning. No, he I didn't. Yes, <gasps> six o'clock in the morning, with the most random broken language text you've ever oh, you'll read. Have, you'll have to show me later. Yeah. Asking me if I'm interested in uh, in that uh, leather patch buckle bag that he said he sold for 7000 10 years ago. But the guy returned it from Germany because it was too small. So I'm kind of, this is going to be kind of a summary of what a few different people have told me, um, female buyers, female sellers rather, that you know, a lot of the men in the industry now kind of make them feel like less than or stupid for having um, more femme type items, you know, like a, at a booth, like dresses, like dresses are just silly and stupid, you know? Well, what do you think that is? Insecurity. Insecurity and yeah. jealousy because they don't understand it well enough to sell it themselves. Yeah, right. You know, if you're in this business, you like to sell stuff. Right. And if you don't know it, it, it irks you because you can't get into that niche. Yeah. Well, educate yourself. Yeah. You know, don't be like, I love Aesop's fables. Nice to love reading them. And the one that always sticks out to me, and I cannot tell you how many times on a weekly basis it pops up and it has to do with that damn goat. You know, he, there she sees that bunch of grapes up in the tree on the vine, but it's growing kind of high and he tries to figure out ways to get it. And then he comes down and he's all of a sudden he starts bad mouthing the grapes saying, oh, they're probably sour. They probably suck. Yeah. Well, just because you can't achieve something doesn't mean right. that they're bad. It's just you need to up your game. Mm -hmm. Educate yourself. You like know? And it's so easy now to do. I mean, there's no excuse. I'm going to do back-to-back back back ad reads here. We have three margaritas, resellers of curated finds on eBay. 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 <laughs> Antique, uh. vintage, contemporary, hand-smocked dresses on Sunday mornings. Pearl snap shirts in the same dance hall where Grandpa waltzed Granny. A Shetland wool sweater keeps you cozy around the campfire. Chicken soup and the price is right under an heirloom afghan. We hope you'll find these memories and more in our eBay store. Three Marguerites gladly ships overseas purchases through the eBay Global Shipping Program. That's ebay.com slash str slash three Marguerites. Thank you for your patronage. Elwood Vintage was opened in 2016 with a dream and three t-shirts. Six years later, Elwood Vintage has that perfect piece for every occasion. Put on an Elwood Vintage tee and hear the loud guitar screaming, feel the drums beating, and you singing your heart out at your favorite 80s rock concert. 
We have that Buttersoft Biker Tee that will take you back to your first motorcycle ride with the wind in your hair and zero Fs given. Visit ElwoodVintage.com. Don't forget about that perfect crisp pair of vintage jeans to jump into in the morning. When you buy vintage, you're buying more than the clothes. You're buying the memory and the good vibes that come. Elwood Vintage. Wear them till they melt off. And I'm giving um, Elwood a little extra airtime here because we missed last week's um, ad. And um, she wanted you all to know that she's offering free shipping on her website. Oh, wow. Elwoodvintage.com. Yeah, so check it out. Great Harley tees, rock tees, denim. Definitely a biker biker babe vibe. So check out elwoodvintage.com for free shipping this week. Well, not this week. Just check out Elwood. I'm not going to say when she's doing the free shipping. Now and for the rest of the month. No. Yes, you <laughs> got to do I it. I can't say that. Just check it out for free shipping. Yeah, you can just tell her. Just put the code ART. No, there's no code. We, I even asked if she wanted to do a code. Okay. Uh, All right. And then I will come back. We do have a new patron with a burning question for art, but we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, you know, I thought it'd be worth talking about the employees here at Baz. At one point in time, we had like how many different guys working here? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. eight. With me here. With you here. Yeah. And that was always. What did we, what, what, were there any girls left? Mm, no, we got no. rid of them and brought in the girls. Yeah, because yep. I said I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I can't do this. Yeah, it was anymore. absolutely absurd. I had to throw my. F- it was it was awful. Whack people around. I remember just- you telling someone, "Well, Bridget's your boss," and they said, "Why?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's arrogance or ignorance or just plain stupidity. Honestly. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, some of these guys were older than me, and I think that was hard for them. I think that was hard for them to grasp. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, though. I could have been a lot harder on them and a lot meaner and a lot more verbally yelling at them. Like they did some real stupid shit that pissed me off. I can remember going out to an Urban Outfitters store where our product was in and seeing something in the store. Oh, yeah. You went to San Luis Obispo and you called me. I was in San Luis Obispo with a friend. Yeah. And I was irate because on the tag, I know from working there and working here what product is ours because we have a vendor number. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking kill these guys. I was so pissed, so embarrassing. And I'm, the sales associate saw me taking pictures. She's like, is everything okay? I said, yes, this is my product, and I'm not happy about it. And she was like, yeah, you know. And then she like started talking. I'm like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. I'm like, I just left. I'm like, I can't do this, you know. So I think in the grant, in retrospect, I was actually very nice to them, treated them well, always celebrated their birthdays, you know, but they just constantly had issues with taking orders and advice from me, you know, like work advice. Like, this is what you well, should you be Well, you look doing. like you're 12-1 and you're it a girl. It shouldn't matter. Obviously, it shouldn't matter. But, you know. You've been in environments, right? I mean, take a think about your old boss. She left her position, real high-ranking position, because her assistant became her new boss. Correct. Mm, so it happens less, with yeah. women as well. No, it's I know. just it's it's a it's it's a psychological thing. Like you know, like I can't imagine a twenty-year-old giving me orders. You know, something you. You have to work in. The, the goal is I'd kill him. Remember what, when that what, fucker what, did? What, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be my salary. I said, get the fuck out of here. Bridget oh, okay. was like, Art, that's not how you have a human resources meeting. I said, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> well, this kid was asking for a lot of money but for someone like, who, he, you know, just had absolutely no experience. No experience. And then I started yelling and he's like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I'm like, because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No. no, he actually left. He quit and didn't even say goodbye to me. Oh, yeah. no. And then he texted me later that night and said, I know we had our differences, but I just want to let you know that I'm thankful for the opportunity. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> here's the Philly flip off, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I literally watched him pull out of the, the warehouse parking lot. And he pulled into our front space and he was just sitting there. And I'm like, this motherfucker is not even going to say goodbye to me. <laughs> That's the intimidation factor. Yeah. Um, Small package, big bite. Messy people in the warehouse. Let's talk about just some shit people in general. Dog shit. I mean, we've talked about the dog shit before. I can't remember if it was on a private episode or a public episode. Just disrespectful people. You yeah. Know? I mean, what did, what did, you know, the dinosaur had a great line. Because last time she was here, I was telling her I'm, I'm getting to my wits end with this one client that I've had to tell three times. Well, she knows him. Yeah. And like, dude, and you, wasn't you need to stop making a goddamn mess. He's a scattered brain. He buys a shitload of stuff, but he he's just a slob. And I yeah. think it's just a total slob. Yeah. He's just a slob with his life. And he yeah, creates I mean, his, his house probably house, doesn't look car, much better. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So I just got to figure out a way like, look, you're not ever coming back here again. You know, I can't deal with it. She said, okay. Three 80, strikes, 80, you're 80, out. No, no. She said, you're at the bar. 84, you're cool. <laughs> 85, 86. You're 86 out. She said it so yeah. much better that I'm like, aha, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I know. I mean, people are just, you know, I know not everyone follows us on social media, and that's probably where we run into the most issues are people that you know come. What? I and just came never... up with a great idea. What? First time well, here, you I... have to watch a video. Sit down well, and watch I a video. a long time ago to No make... one's reading your thing. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no one's reading your bullshit, but they'll watch a video. I know. Oh, we should have an app and Dinosaur animated said, you Dinosaur and animated me. Thing. Animated me, animated you. You'll have like 40. Like when you get on the plane? Yes. I'll have glow sticks. Yeah. Like... With your 40 <laughs> four foot long arms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, there's there's people, so my Welcome. point about the social media is there's people that don't follow us and they come and they've never heard me talk on social media like, hey, if you come to the warehouse, please don't do this, please don't do that. I mean, we had one person show up, they parked in the strangest spot, I've never seen anyone park, they get a dog out and I'm like, guys, like we can't, for insurance purposes, like I can't have a dog up on the floor and the girl looked like she was literally gonna, gonna like break down in tears. I'm like, oh fuck. And it was just remember um, the dog had anxiety issues. I'm like, chick, you're you're pro you're projecting the, yours I think the dog's on him. Feeding off of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, and this was recent. Remember and the I'm dog like, was looking at me like, help, help. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't um, want to take those pills. And you said someone's dog shit up there once, and they didn't clean it up. Yeah, I found it like a fucking week later. I was pissed. Yeah. And I knew that so if dog. if you're listening to this and you're coming, please don't bring your dog. We love dogs. I used to have my dogs here, but I had them down in like what is like the residential space of the warehouse up on the warehouse floor. We can't have animals up there. It's not the safest place to bring your kids either. 
that has happened and I was like giving the people mean looks because it was hot as fuck. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, it's not fair to the babies. No, yeah. it's not. Not at all. And I know some people are in a bind sometimes with childcare. I'm totally empathetic to yeah, that. Just, but but pick, pick it seasonally. Yeah. Pick when the weather's like in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Or 70s. Make, um, make it, you know, because it's, you see them turn red. Kids yes, get hotter than us. 100%. They have a high, yeah. Um, other shitty things. Rudeness. Not even rude. Not, yeah, just rudeness. Like like common courtesy goes a long way. Sometimes but people. But I'm going to tell you something. If someone's acting that way towards you and you're thr- do not back down. <laughs> Get in there. Oh, I was going to talk about that. These sometimes. Say, I'm going to stick this in you. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that will scare those t-shirt guys. They'll be like, what? <laughs> well, no, I don't do that. <laughs> say, well, I will. <laughs> <laughs> like my great aunt. Oh, yeah, that nurse. My great aunt was amazing. She was in a nursing home um, not too far from where I grew up, about half an hour. And I think her, well, no shade to her son, but I do think he put her further away from him. He was even like, he was like an hour and a half away. I think he did that on purpose, kind of knew we'd be around. Uh, But she was my grandmother's sister, and she was amazing. She had... I just liked her a lot better because she was cool. She would like stole a car when she was like 13. She would give me beer and it was a Catholic nursing home, of course, because we're a very Catholic family and there were nuns there and uh, there was an elevator because it was like a high, we would call it a high rise, it's multiple floors and um, there was a nun in the elevator with another lady (laughs) and the lady I think was a little out of it and she was just staring at my great aunt. My great aunt made a fist. She said, if you keep looking at me like that, I'm going to knock your fucking teeth out. (laughs) (laughs) So the nun, the head nun calls her son, uh, who'd be like my first cousin once removed, and uh, said, listen, if your mom doesn't start to behave, we're going to kick her out. Yeah, see, that's one of the reasons I didn't put my mom in a home. Yeah, your mom would be the exact same way. Oh, yeah. Listen. Listen. I am the boss. You are cooking bullshit. <laughs> get, let me get in the kitchen. I cook for two thousand. Um, yeah. No, just I was gonna t- say like some people come, sometimes people come here and we haven't met them before and Art will come up to me and he'll be like, "That's an energy vampire," you know, just like it's Art and I. We just love having fun here and Art especially. He has such a positive, upbeat personality. I have my moments where I have down days or grumpy days, but it's hard for us to really like dry people that though if you're dry go to LA because Rafi that's that's, your that's speed. his bread and butter yeah. he likes dry boring people yeah <laughs> we if want you to have like a margarita fuck. with us exactly or you and know because we get, water. we get so much shit done but it's like what's the point of doing something if you're not enjoying it yeah yeah um, I every, every day is a blessing and it should be treated that way a celebration of being productive and having fun and helping. If you can do those things every single day, you will have a blessed life, my friend. Um, oh my God, where is it? I think they changed their profile picture now. I can't find them. Because you've been bad-mouthing them? No, 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 no. Someone sent a story in, a patron of ours. Oh, my bad. Jesus Christ, where, I swear, oh, there it is. Um, so this person is a patron of ours there in um, Denmark. And they said, you know, they have a great relationship with their wholesaler um, who's in Italy. So that's good news. But um, they said, you know, very much um, 
they feel sexism from male vendors and wholesalers who think they can sell us anything. Like, we don't know what this business is about. We have a pretend business, a cute little girly store, and it pisses them off. I am a grown woman, 35, and the cute little store makes a lot of money, and I employ a lot of people because I know exactly what I'm doing. So more power to her. Absolutely. That's what yeah. I was going to say, more power to you. But that, that's what you I was know, going at with, like, you know, like, oh, you sell girly stuff, so or femme stuff, so, you know. Eh. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, think about the people who are in the wholesale side, if you think about it. Male dominated, and I've heard some. I'm uh, just just not going into gender, but I've just heard a lot of horrible things about European wholesalers in general. I'm sure hers is very lovely, and I'm glad she has them in her life and her for her business. But I have just in general heard some nightmare stories. Oh, um, in France and Germany. Someone else. Oh shit! See, I had I thought I had screenshot these, but uh, keep talking, Art. <laughs> Talking. Who are you to tell me to keep talking? <laughs> oh, See? Oh, 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 you're being I, one of them. Ah. Um, so this is another one. Oh, um, see, look how fast I got cut off. This is this. I, I'm assuming this would be public information, but in Toronto, someone got arrested <coughs> for raping three people. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pakistani. Raghouse regular. Raghouse. That's the name of the raghouse. I'm not going to say what they are or who they are. No, but well, okay. I was just our curious. Most, are most of the and the ones in wholesalers Toronto, yes. are Pakistani now? Yeah. No, this. I don't think this person's a wholesaler. They're a shop owner. Man, that's crazy. Um, I'm just curious. I'm not throwing the blame. So this person that wrote in, um, they they've been in alone with him. And, Whoa, uh, yeah. man! So, Thank your guardian angels. Um, like. And this and same thing, um, I think what feels it ha- it's more common in Brownsville where like crazy shit happens. Oh, like I'm that. sure. Yeah. I think what feels most overwhelming sometimes is the book ending. Old men give you the these are just for boys, little lady, and streetwear dudes can make you feel like anything other than T shirts is just something that they have to have to please the shoppers. A silly frolic. So where do we fit in, especially women in their forties and fifties? You don't fit in. You create your own space. You no, don't need to I know. Fit. That's a rhetorical. Oh, rhetorical that's that's what I'm saying. It's like rhetoric. you, you know, proofs in the pudding, like you said. When you go and consistently buy and buy, they're gonna realize. Well, man, you're spending more than this guy. I'm allocating resources. I'm having six women pull T-shirts and go through stuff. Then pretty soon, what's gonna have is you're gonna get your own crew working for you at these rag houses with pick packs. You make them pick packs. This is what I want. This is what I want to buy. Pull the shit aside for me. I'll be back every week, two weeks, three weeks. Set it up. Make them work for you. Demand the shit. Art told me two stories recently about two people in LA that shook me to my core that I just, I, I'm not, I can't, well, we, I can't specifically can't talk about one of them just because of who this person's involved with nothing but it's bad let's just say it's bad so just be careful in la how about that yeah go to see go see rafi <laughs> nothing bad will happen to you there i promise you might so. play you might get i mean you might, might take to, you a while to check out because he's playing either cornhole or oh, ping pong Christ. or there's a dj yeah yeah okay <laughs> let's do our patron read we have a new patron they are based in uh, richmond virginia and they gave me three Instagram accounts to shout out. We have Instagram at undead underscore stock 
to see what they're currently up to and get in touch. It's really fun. Uh, their avatar is a little zombie. Get it? The undead stock. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what they were going for. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So that's Get at, it dead stock, but undead. Undead like. underscore stock. Uh, you can check them out on eBay at T-Shirt Galaxy. That's just the letter T-Shirt Galaxy. In-person retail, Circle Art and Thrift, 400 West Broad Street, Richmond, Virginia. And that's at Circle underscore RVA. And if you want to check any of these out or anybody else's businesses out, you can always just hit pause, grab a piece of pen and a paper and uh, get to it. And then they have an in-person showroom, which is higher end retail and wholesale available. Uh, DM them for more info. That is in Richmond, Virginia. And they have a burning question for you, Arturo. They do? Yes. Okay. I used to work for a friend setting up a comic convention, so we always loved hearing stories from old heads about fights and arguments on the convention circuit amongst comic dealers, excuse me, back in the 80s and 90s. Aside from... (laughs) Baz Bros versus Indiana Jeans. <laughs> Are there any other standout moments from clothing conventions or other industry-related event debacles that you'd like to share? Wow. I'm nervous. <laughs> I, there's There's been quite a few, believe it or not, but most of them have been... Um, where you're, you actually are helping neighbors and like, you know, helping people set up like at the Rose Bowl, there would always be, you know, all the spaces weren't reserved prior. So there'll be open spaces and they would fit in whoever. And there would be these random people who've never been there who, so that it looks like the place is full. So you would get someone next to you. And we've had some really sweet people and we've had some real annoying people, like yeah. basically that would show up and they'd start telling you, you need to move it. You need to move this. I'm like, lady, I'm not moving shit. I've been here fucking six years. I'm not moving anything. Okay. This is the line. This is how it works. You're on this side. This is on my side. So if you need help, I can help you. Well, it just seems like you have way too much space. I said, well, I pay for six spaces. You paid for one. So I do have more like trying to, yeah. Couldn't grasp grasp it. it. Could not grasp it. And I'm like, I don't have time. What was she selling? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> just shit. Yeah. You know, just. She didn't understand that you had paid for that many spaces? Yeah. Couldn't grasp the so fact. So what's the story? Oh, that's, I'm just saying, a lot of time, it's, for the most part, it's usually like, you oh, know, just like me and Roth are very. Little things. Yeah, we're mostly non-confrontational until you bring it to us. And then yeah. we'll be like, my brother's very, a lot more patient than I am. It takes a lot for him to get pissed, but then when he gets pissed, it's like impossible to bring him back down. Whereas me, I get pissed pretty easy, and then I'm I'm cool after a beer or two, whatever. We're chilling. Are you? But maybe three. So wait, what's the story? All right. I might have mentioned it earlier, but I didn't give you the full, full details of what really went down. Uh, there was a time I was selling at the Rhodium. Me and Roth were selling, and Rhodium was always before Rose Bowl. On Thursday and Friday before, it's in Redondo Beach. Yeah, it's, it's a flea only market. weekdays, right? Well, it's there every day, but oh. we would only go down there prior to the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you would, so most people would sell there Thursday, Friday, then Saturday they would be in Pasadena. Sunday the Rose Bowl, then Monday back to the Rodium. Oh and that's in the Japanese. Most of the hotels are, are there in, in Redondo Beach area in Gardena. Mm-hmm. So they would be there for five days. It was it was a drag literally by the by the fourth or fifth day you're just like beat you know you're going on maybe three hours of sleep a night oh yeah i mean i can't even imagine yeah 
it was insane. So one of the times, um, and you know, we sold just a mix of things. It always depended on the month, depended on the time of the year, what is it that they were after, and you would get indications, because back then I would get faxes from, you know, there was some of these guys would never know how to use email then. Oh yeah. So I would get faxes all the time, and it's always like two in the morning, one in the morning, right? And so you would see, I would compare, okay, this company's asking for this, this, and I would see, okay, what are the things that they're asking that are similar? And then I would know like, okay, somehow this must have hit a magazine, this is popular. So you that's how you would base what you would take, because you can't take everything you have. And so everybody's booth could pretty much look the same. You'd have some shoes, Nike, Adidas, some stuff, and you'd have some clothes, some jackets, and then there would be some things that were a little bit more different. So we got shoes out there. And this Mexican guy who was like the supposed kingpin of the time, he never walked by himself. He'd always have an entourage. And he's probably about five foot three, five foot four, curly, curly hair, like with like almost like what do you call it with the activator or the sheen in it where it was just shiny. And he was supposedly like the kingpin of all the rag houses. He was in all the rag houses, big money guy. And he'd always, like I said, he'd have people with him. So this guy, hey man, this is my stuff. I'm like, what? He's like, he's trying to accuse me and my brother of somebody broke into his locker. It's one of his storage units. And these are his Nike shoes. I said, man, these are not your shoes. We've had this shit for like years. It's the, like, you know, your leftover of your leftover from all the different mm -hmm. buys. And my brother's like, hey, man, come on. Like, we really need to steal your shit. He's like, no, no, I know my shoes. And I'm like, what's the difference between this? And I point to the guy next to me, the guy next. They're pretty much all the same. Yeah. They're just a mix of old Nike running shoes and basketball shoes. So I'm starting to get pissed. Like, man, this is annoying, you know, because here you are trying to deal with customers that are there. And some freaking clown is calling you a thief. So he's like, no, no, man, I want my shit. I'm like, you know what? Roth's like, hey, Roth, I'll take care of it because he saw I was getting mad. And so he, they settle on something. He walks away. Next thing you know, he fucking comes back. But this time with four other guys, right? I'm like, Roth, an Armenian, I tell him, I'll, I'm going to hit him. And then you go, and he's like, man, calm down. So he's like, just calm down. We didn't do anything. I said, yeah, but I'm pissed that he's accusing yeah. me of that. They so, don't have security there then, I guess. Probably not then. No, they, they did, but it was, yeah. it's hokey. Bullshit. It's hokey, yeah. yeah. And he comes back. All right, we're going to take our shit. I said, you're not touching shit. And I said, if you come back with guys to take shit, can you make sure one of them's above five foot five? Because right now they look like I'm about to teabag all of them. <laughs> and he's like, hey, there's no teabag here, man. <laughs> I said, I'm about to go. <laughs> and I was ready. Rob's like, and so I took a step at him and he, and he took a step back and he tripped over his guys. <laughs> he's like, oh no, man, you touched me. I said, I didn't touch you. You fell like a big chicken. Get going. I said, this is our shit. So needless to say, so this guy's like, I'm going to get you is guys. He's still in the business? He's, oh, no, it gets better. So at one of the main rag houses in L.A., he controlled it. And he would go around in a cart and he'd have, he wouldn't even do any of the work. He'd have four or five guys with him, like picking from the women that do all the bins, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So he would collect from them. Oh, I bet their and life then, was miserable. Oh, and he, Ugh, and he would see things. me. And he would see me. He's like, I remember. 
I'm like, okay. He's like, I go. And then one day I say, you know what? One day you're going to work for me, big guy. Right? <laughs> and, and, then, and then pretty soon his business because he never understood the business. Yeah. He was, he started in the business. He's too into himself. Yeah. 10 years prior. Uh So this guy wore more gold than you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He started 10 years prior to us. Right. So he was in all, and he, he was used to the easy money where you bought something for two bucks, sold it for 200 bucks, the shoes for a dollar and you sold it for 400. Yeah. Never understood the business. He understood the the long term. None of it. Right. Yeah. So about six, seven years ago, so he lost his warehouse. He lost all that stuff. And so you know what he does on a regular basis? Hmm. Calls my brother and he's his picker. Shut up. Swear. Is it someone I know? You've seen him there? Shut up. Yeah. So do not let the Armenian put a curse on you when you will work for me. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. God has an amazing way of working. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Well, I think on that, on that note, we will, uh, well, you know what? I didn't do my patron spiel, but if you want to sign up for the patron program, it's patron.podbean.com slash my best vintage life podcast. We have our $5 level is the most popular one. You get an on-air shout out, a burning question for art. Like we asked, like he just answered. And hopefully uh, it wasn't too graphic, two, but two, no, it was fine. Two bonus episodes a month, um, which you can listen to only through the Podbean app. That was a question that was asked recently, but you know, you already have so many other apps. What's another one? So that's $5 a month. And then you can do our ad level. That's $20 a month and you get 30 to 60 seconds, um, of an ad read twice a month, which you heard me do those earlier. So that's patron.podbean.com slash my best vintage life podcast. Remember free shipping, free shipping. Yeah. Oh, poor Chantel. Uh, <laughs> And um, anyone who's in the patron program, no matter what level you're at, you get access to the bonus episodes and all the back catalog. And we have over, uh, we're getting close to 30 bonus episodes now. Wow. You know what? I'll do bonus episodes of fights amongst vendors. (laughs) I've got more. Yeah. Yeah. It brings back memories. I could still see it. Oh, man. All right. Because it used to be an old drive-in. That place, so it's so. Don't think of a flat place. Think of it where you know, if you remember, drive-ins they're kind of hilly, so you could park your car and you're looking up, and so you're not blocking each other. Mm, not in Pennsylvania. They're flat. Mm-hmm. Oh, here there were yeah, like like field. rolling hills. Think that of makes like, sense though. Yeah, staggered. And so that's why he tripped <laughs> because he was oh going up back up hill. <laughs> I had no idea. I just assumed oh, it was like a big had, parking lot. Man, I just remember all his gold. He had a gold soccer ball and i know if you've been in this business you know what i'm talking about oh my god (laughs) yeah and if you uh, (laughs) maybe we can if obviously we can only say so much on air but if you have uh you want to take any guesses at any of the people we've talked about today dm me yeah free t-shirt whoever guesses three of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah and in a serious sense, um, if any of these, I know I told some not so nice stories and, you know, if, if you're ever scared or concerned about, you know, a business or someone you're working with and you want my opinion or Art's opinion on them or their business, um, just let us know. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be glad to help. In the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind. Stay blessed. And don't be basic. Bye. Bye.